everybody. This is just another bonus episode, hopefully bringing you a little levity for your morning commute. This is the last bonus episode before we launch into season four starting next week. Hope you enjoy. Where's your uh, where's your liquid death, bud? I thought that was gonna be like uh, a tradition. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, just that was today. impressive. That whole I don't, I couldn't do that. I have not had liquid death in a while, actually. My cousin can do a perfect old school AOL dial up. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he does it so well. It's like Police Academy three. Man, before there was cable internet. We used to have to dial on a phone. Speak into the microphone, please. We used to have to call the internet on the phone line. And it was a problem if your parents wanted to use the phone. Does it make you feel old talking to Cam and Sarah that way? Makes me Remember you used old. to get the CD with like 20 free hours of AOL? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I got so pumped. It's like calling cards. It was the largest internet provider of its time. The year was 1995. Al Gore was the vice president. Who invented the who internet. Who invented the, the internet. Yeah, good for him. And there was the little running man. Yep. That was the first text message slash email was instant messenger. The words that you've got mail were magical. You've got mail. You've got mail. Yeah. It was like someone loved you. Someone wanted to send you. And then when you press, when you would send an email, it was like, I don't know where it went. Off into the cloud. If you watch Mission Impossible 1, like a... Like an envelope comes over the email and then it goes out. As as I recently did, actually. I did like a little... Mission Impossible. We marathon. were a CompuServe family, but that's different. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to make sure that no one was on the phone when you yep. were on the internet. Yeah, because as soon as somebody picked up, you're done. You're done. Donezo. Yep. You can be in like an <gasps> intense online conversation. That's the death. You were in the Matrix, and then you weren't. So I was in Mexico, so like we couldn't call them. So like if I just got bumped off, it could be days, days before I got back on. How old were you when the internet became a thing? I think I was like a sophomore in high school. So that would have been 2002. No, 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 no. The internet was a thing in 1995. No, I'm saying like for me. Oh, like for to actually oh, okay, okay. Experience AOL Instant Messenger was like 2001, 2002. I mean, I grew up not really having, well, that's true for all of us. We didn't have cell phones. I didn't get a cell phone until I was a junior in college. I was a sophomore in college, my first cell phone. I had a landline freshman year. Okay. But, well, in my dorm, everybody had, my wife makes fun of me because I call them walk around phones, like the cordless. Landline? Also known as a cell phone? No, no, no. It was a landline. Oh, with oh, a cordless oh, oh. Phone. yeah, I yeah. got you. Again. And we would walk around the dorm with our cordless phone in case we had a call. Because <laughs> we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> so like you would be in the lounge playing ping pong and like your phone would ring because somebody's calling you on yeah. the intercampus line. With like a, a giant plastic brick in your... Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. It was huge. Gone off, gone off. We do not hold the beach. We do not hold the beach. <laughs> we had a voicemail thing on our dorm phone. Like you could call. Yeah. So if like I called you and she wasn't there, I would leave her a voicemail <laughs> on her landline. There used to be... You stick little sticky notes next to the phone. Yep. For right. messages yep. that came in. Uh, Good grief. I remember my first pager. Thought that was You so had a pager? Cool. Oh yeah. Did you have a pager? I did not. My father wouldn't allow me because yeah, that's what it. drug dealers used. <laughs> mm, that's fair. Please tell that's us more, on Ryan. Brand, though. Yeah, that's on brand. Uh, I had a I bought a watch that looked like a pager. <laughs> What's that? I had a watch that looked like a pager that I would carry around on my belt. I actually had <laughs> pretending a it was a pager. Really? Bubble gum yeah. pack. <laughs> that looked like a pager. I remember that. It was little, little sticks of gum. <laughs> but you could only like text numerical code. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. my friends, we all had different codes and different <laughs> meanings for things. Secret, uh, uh. secret language. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, In my mind, I'm 26. I just have always thought that like 40 was super old. So I haven't hit that yet. I think if you're someone in the room who's like hit 40 or beyond, 
That's geriatric. Are you quite? I'm right here. Are you quite so. done? Are you quite done? Oh wait, both of you guys. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I am 41. Ryan is now sporty 40. That's right. Jared, how old are you? You pup. 37. Still got my joints. Still got the vitality. <laughs> you know how I celebrated my 40th? Double pink eye. That's right. <laughs> also, we, we're pretty sure it wasn't pink eye, bro. More like leprosy of the face. It, it was, was I bad. Like a zombie. It was pretty big. You and it your brother. Pretty big. And my brother. It was bad. And then you got an ear infection too, right? Double ear infection. Everything was leaking over out your of your nose. Head. I just, yeah. They had a, a, we did a bonus episode with Joe Allen and, and Dave, your, your brother. Yeah. <laughs> they were just going off on it. Oh, it Talking was... about like, what happened? And the fact that the two of you got it separate from one another. You weren't even in proximity. That's, that's But you got it different thing. eyes, right? Like yeah. he was left to yeah. the right or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. But it spread to both. No? Yeah, eventually. Eventually did. No, Dave was down in San Diego. Yep. So crazy. You looked horrible. I'm Have just, you thought about washing concerned. your hands sometimes? I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> Never had it as a kid, but I had it when I turned 40. Is that awful? And then your dad good, got it. Dad got it. That's why I think it was something more than pink eye, because then your ears. Okay, so check this out. Rach got an ear infection too, so we both got ear infections. She went to urgent care last night, and the nurse said, you won't believe this, but we've had a crazy amount of people coming in for pink eye and ear infections this summer. So I think in six months, there'll be like this retroactive study on the summer of 2023 mm. that there was some crazy virus that went around and it was like pink eye, ear infection, congestion. COVID-3. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like chemtrails, but yeah. Oh, 100%. Ooh. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. go. Conspiracies. <laughs> Here we go. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. <laughs> Here we go. Down Anyone in the room like hole. conspiracy theories? Anyone? That's just for our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our paywall will now move into the... <laughs> To the next next part of the podcast. No, no. It's August. Both your wives are teachers. Is the month of August a month of angst or is it one of kind of like excitement because the rhythm of the school year will put all things into order? I think there's anticipation of the kids going back because they're starting oh, yeah. to get kind of that cabin fever. Yep. But I think especially Rach because she's doing her master's degree. She's doing legacy and Gorman. It's just, it's a lot. So she's just trying to figure out her rhythm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Janelle just changed school. She's over to Rio Seco now and went from part-time to full-time. So teaching I don't know that it like- English? Teaching English. Yeah. Seventh oh. grade English. I don't know that excitement is the word she would use. I mean, she's really excited to be there. She loves the environment. But I think by. it's just, it's like overwhelming at first, right? To be in a new place, yes. to try to learn yes, new yes. kids' names, new rhythms. It's a, it's a mixed bag for Team Miller. I mean, w we are thankful for the rhythm of the school year puts things in sort of order, you know, and a predictable order, you know, you know what, what day to day is going to look like. My son got his driver's license. So awesome. Yeah. So that has opened up different categories of faith-based angst and kind of just like, okay. Has your well, prayer life increased, Aaron? Buddy. Well, you know what? The, the app 360 mm -hmm. is magic. That is does awesome. it tell yeah. you if he's speeding? Yes. It does really? And it tells you how, so glad my how, much, crazy. how much battery he has left on his phone. So yeah, he, he wow. was, he was at a friend's house or he had a youth group, uh, function Saturday night. Hmm. And, and then he called me, he's like, Hey, there's going to be another hangout at this other person's house. And they're all church friends. So, okay, great. I see that you're 22% on your phone. So you need to plug that in. It's <laughs> like, Oh, I remember those years though, in high school, that was like when the world opened up, it was like, mm. Uh, we can go anywhere. Yeah, by well, anywhere, I mean this person's house and Wendy's and this other person's house. Well, Ingrid and I have, I, we just entered into a new, another layer of freedom because, you know, the first one was we didn't need a babysitter, which right. is, oh, it was awesome. Yeah. And now it's like, no, drive yourself to practice. 
Also, pick up some milk on the way home. Yeah. You know, just all the all the all the stuff. But we got three teenagers now. It's a reality. That's amazing. Second child, my oldest daughter turned fifteen in August, and then Kensington, my, our youngest, turned thirteen. We'll turn thirteen September second. So it's like I don't know. You realize time is just going. Well, I, I was just going to say, I remember coming here almost 10 years ago and Kenzie would have been three. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Just, yeah, geez. Oh, man. Aaron, just moments ago, I said that my wife wasn't excited to go back to school. I want to rectify that. <laughs> she was so thankful for this new opportunity and is very excited about it. Folks, what you just experienced is there's this tiny voice in the back of Jared's head that sounds an awful lot of like, you know, Janelle mm-hmm. and it's yeah. always talking to yeah. him mm-hmm. and it gets really loud when I lay down and like, Hey, I just want to rehearse for you the top five <laughs> dumb things you said today. <laughs> and it's not too late to text those people right now and apologize <laughs> every night. <laughs> and then sometimes when I really can't sleep, it's like, let's go back to the greatest hits from 20 years ago. <laughs> let's go to the hall of fame of embarrassment. That is your existence. So yeah, that was that voice. Gosh. Well, <sighs> the fall's coming. Are you, are you stressed? I mean, Jared, we pulled you out of sabbatical to do this podcast, which thank you so much for being here. So I don't know if you're, you're experiencing levels of stress. I shouldn't be stressed because I'm on sabbatical. But you are, but bro. I am in fact stressed. Do we want to, Ryan, should we dive into this with Jared? Sure. Well, we don't have to talk about me. No, I think we, I think we do it. actually. What's going on? What's going on in the Burkholder household? So everybody's out of routine right now. I'm not in my normal routine, the kids change schools, general change jobs. And then we were on the East coast for a month, which was great. Got to see Mike and Abby Dixon, see their church, mm-hmm. which was really cool. See, uh, my in-laws, see my kids got to see their cousins. We saw my family, went to the beach with them, which was great. Last week we we're there at the beach trying to eat some ice cream that was melting far too fast. And we got a call from a social worker, uh, telling us that Daniel's mom had had another baby and mm-hmm. asking if we would be willing to, to take her in. And it was like, oh, <laughs> I got to go because I got to finish this ice cream. Let me call you back. So we, we got the chance to think about it and uh, there's a lot more to it, but ended up bringing home uh, a baby girl. Yeah, we could go yesterday. So newborn, she's five weeks old. So yeah, it's just, it's been wonderfully chaotic to to now have four kids. I remember Phil and Michelle Marcelin always telling us that three's for quitters. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd gone back and forth about whether or not we wanted four kids. And I think we said on like, we'll leave our license open in case one of our kids' moms has another baby. And that just happened way sooner than we expected. So it is providential that you were on your sabbatical when this happened. It is wonderful because it just is more margin to be home at nights and weekends and get to first six weeks of, of a new placement in foster care. Just crazy. There's tons of doctor's visits and social worker visits and everything. So it's good to get to be around for that. So working on my doctorate, trying to finish the project, getting, making progress. And then you know, feed a baby at three or four in the morning. We have missed you. I miss being here. I, f- around. I mean, I, I know I'm on sabbatical, but I've been around just because I miss all y'all's faces and my office a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be office homeless. And like, you can only go to star- so many Starbucks before. It is a busy fall though. It's coming. It is, yeah. And y- so you'll still be on sabbatical through the end of September. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I don't even know. I don't even know <sighs> what day it is, what month is. I don't know. I mean, Ryan, you want to start first? It's Sure. I think it was helpful this year to think about the summer as June and July rather than July and August. Yeah. So that August really feels like we're prepping for the ministry season. So I think the biggest things are everything's launching. So it's choir, it's orchestra, it's kids choir, um, our songwriting ministry. We're working on that kids catechism record. Mm-hmm. Really excited about. So 
We have about seven songwriters who have um, submitted songs, so we're going through that process of evaluating them and choosing mm-hmm. kind of the top ones. But I'm super excited about um, our base camp ministry and letting that be a venue to to teach catechisms like they have been doing, but then tie it to music. So, mm-hmm. and then to see how that plays into the rest of the year, then culminating with summer adventure next year. I was just I was blown away by summer adventure this year. I know it, man. The goodness, the amount of feedback that we got from folks who don't attend here right? and maybe just discovered us this year and just going like, Hey, my kid, my kids now read the Bible, yep. you know, or they didn't have a Bible. And one of your leaders right. gave that to us. Just it is so, Grace Baptist church at her best. I agree. It is like all hands on deck. It is. Yeah. It's a And like gives everyone a chance to use all the giftings, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, like such a variety. I mean, it really is like a first Corinthians 12 kind of thing where everyone's gift come coalesces into this one week, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Aren't you traveling too? Traveling. Yep. So Sovereign Grace is putting out uh, a record based on knowing God. I know we've talked about this on the podcast. And so the time has come to record. But two weeks before we record, we're going to uh, rehearse those songs, put, oh. put the demos together. And so I'm excited for that. I thought you were going to Nashville though. I am also going to Nashville. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Did you forget about that? <laughs> no. So that's, there's like, that's what I was thinking about, but you, you oh, mentioned. Yeah. There's the Louisville Sovereign Grace trip, yeah. and then I'm going to Nashville for sing. So uh, that'll be fun. Just hanging out with Keith Getty. You know, no big deal. Going with Joe. As playing a little bass, and it'll be fun. Oh, I didn't know you were playing. I wasn't planning on it, and then oh. I think word got out that I was going. The messaging rippled through Nashville that Ryan Fogelsong was coming to You say town. Ryan. Mm, that's false. Fogelsong? Wow. What are you doing? What are you doing there, big guy? I, I, uh, just, it's Grace U classes. It's uh, marriage ministry. It is articles. Uh, preach, it is articles that I'm writing. Uh, preaching a few times for when Dave's gone. He's going to Honduras in October. Honduras. Honduras. Did I say that? You said it right. I just wanted to speak with a lisp. Honduras. Is that how they, they speak no, with no. a lisp? No, no, no. It's not like Argentina or something like that. So why did It's you, not Castillo's man. I don't know so what I do. Then why I did do. you do that? I've told you, my, my sensors usually See, lagging you, behind what you I have say. To, listen to me, my friend. You need to qualify certain things because you say things so well and so intelligently in how they sound that people will just buy into it and think it's gospel truth. Well, that's, I told you that's my No, no, no. I don't want to go around going, well, I have a friend who actually, the way you pronounce that is hundredth. If you just talk fast and with confidence, then people don't. It's like carrying a ladder with a vest. You know, you can get into any place. People yeah. just assume you belong yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Jared's ladder is his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, don't miss an opportunity to invest in your marriage this fall with a six-week study through Timothy Keller's Meaning of Marriage. The study won't begin until the second week of October and will meet in various locations throughout the valley, from our church campus to various homes of our church members. You can begin to register starting in September on our website. Just go to gracebaptist.org marriage. We hope this study would be an encouragement to you and your marriage. Speaking of preaching, you guys both preached at Gavin Ortland's church. Yeah, that was great. That yeah. was great. That was a really sweet congregation. It's a precious congregation. It's like a church of about 100, 120-ish. Yeah. I think maybe 100, up, upwards of 170. I got to connect with some of their elders, which was great. Yeah. You preached on Jonah, Aaron. I preached, yes, the entire book of Jonah. Gospel according Gospel to according to Jonah. To Jonah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Walking through Jonah. That's fun. And then what did you do? I uh, warmed up a biscuit just preaching about rest. Nice. Yeah. Put it in the microwave. Where was he? I think he was you, on the East Coast. Is that right? Yeah. I, I didn't think to ask. Or maybe I did. I forgot. Ojai is beautiful. Ojai is beautiful. It's The it's drive in is beautiful. Yeah. 
It's hard to believe that's like an hour away or less than. I know it feels yeah. like another world. Uh-huh. The ranches, at least the road we took going in, like yeah. those ranches that are there before you get into town are oh, incredible. Yeah. Now I had never really spent a lot of time there. Ryan and Rachel came to hear me preach that one Sunday I preached. Mm-hmm. And then on the way back. They didn't come to hear me preach. That's. No, I, I just. I just want to point that out. It's one of the reasons I, I said that. Yeah, I, I just wanted to jab at it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, it's fine. It's still sticking in my side. Yeah, it's fine. Where do we stop and have the. Oh, Bacalis. Oh, my God. Bacalis is magical. So good. Yeah. Gosh. Everything is fresh. I did not The need mushrooms eat. they have there, it's just like uh, sauteed mushrooms and garlic. Yeah. Oh, my word. What was Rachel saying? She was like, during COVID, that was the one place that was oh, open. Yeah. I remember 2020, <laughs> nowhere was open, but that was our first meal out. Yeah. And it was like, we're just crying as we're eating. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so good. I'm so happy to not be cooking. <laughs> Oh, but their their strawberry shortcake. That's their signature. It's just I should have asked <laughs> the how be- how big <laughs> the best how part. big we talking? It's big. It's big like boy. Rachel and I and the kids like split one and each <laughs> and Miller got a, a single one. <laughs> well, I didn't know. And no one stopped me. So little Kensington. She said, Daddy, I can't finish yeah, this. I'm like, baby, I can't finish this. I we're done. <laughs> we're so done. That's yeah. great. I went to oh, what was it? Lennon Lennon Papa, Papa Lennon's. Papa Lennon's for lunch, which was really delicious. There's really a lot good of pizza. There. I went deep sea fishing in August, which was a first for me. And how was that, Aaron? I said, who did I say this to? It's all the things I hate in one <laughs> contained space over a day and a half. And yet I, I'm happy that I went. I went with a, a group of dads and some of their sons and from, from Grace. And we went down to San Diego, uh, H&M Landing. It was a day and a half. So we go out about 50, 60 miles off the coast of Mexico and it was great. It was fantastic. But I, I was not prepared for the sleeping situation. It it was it was pretty like you're in there like sardines. I was not prepared. Are you claustrophobic? No, not really. But I I, I want to be able to. I'm kind of a broad dude, and so I was like on the bottom bunk, and by that I mean a cubby on the ground. Uh, and then you're always moving, of course. You're right. Everything smells like fish. I watched a few brothers hard vomit like multiple times in front of me, which that just gets to you. Uh, at, at some point in time. It's an intimate experience. <laughs> yeah, <right>? I <laughs> mentioned no one by name. I mentioned no one by name. No, it was fun. My son enjoyed it. Again, it was, it was a good time, but I don't know, man. With a very cool catch, right? Yeah. One of, well, I can, I can say Bo Lehman. Yeah. Caught a 188.6 pound Opa fish. So if you're listening right now, pause the podcast, go over to the browser and look up an Opa. It's like a tropical dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy and looking thing. The previous world record was 180 pounds. He got one that was 188.6. Now, here's the thing. He didn't qualify for the world record because the captain of the ship, of the ship, of the boat, had to help him reel it in and they didn't qualify. Right. Because if you assist, right. it's a... Which the thing was a monster. I don't know how anyone would have done know. that by themselves. But it could still qualify for the state. Correct. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So not world record, but maybe state record. And evidently, it's like one of the best tasting fish. I mean, you had some, right? I did. It was good. I don't want to brag, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a but delicacy yeah. that most people don't get to enjoy. A lot of people don't get Opa. Opa. Like, well, the captain, when they're they reeling in the fish, he shouts, Opa. And I'm thinking he's just like celebrating. Hooray. Yeah, like in a Greek sort <laughs> of like, oh, fashion. He's from Greece. It's great. Opa. I'm like, hey, Opa. Opa, Opa, Opa. <laughs> oh, it's a fish. It's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of fish, the fishing was pretty poor. 
out in the Eastern Sierras where we were. Oh, yeah? For, for summer vacation, yeah. Because I think there was so much snow and water, it was just moving too fast. They typically stock the rivers up there, and they didn't this year. So Oh. That was so a caught, bit of a bummer. Anything? Henry caught one, and Stephanie, my sister-in-law, caught one. That's oh. about it. So, like, Edible, compared to the last, the past years, you've been Oh, able yeah. To... I mean, we would go to spots where, like, we would always catch fish, mm. and there's nothing in nothing in there. That's disappointing. So, because everything was moving quick. Yeah. But, man, I remember as a kid, like, we would go camping, and we knew what the stocking truck sounded like. Mm. So, we'd be in our tent, you know, we'd be playing, and we'd hear that, that truck coming, and we'd grab our poles, run over to the, the river, and we'd see the guy take out a big old net. That's pour in the trout amazing. and then <laughs> it's like Christmas. just like pull them out for the rest of the day you know <laughs> i don't like outside so i didn't do any <laughs> i kept thinking about what you always say as i was getting on the boat you know you can't die at sea if, if you, you don't, don't go get on, the sea. on a boat <laughs> can't die in the ocean if you don't get in the ocean i know i always uh i got to go to the coast on north carolina which is beautiful but i never went more than waist deep <laughs> they can still get you there bro Stingrays. And I always make oh. sure, my tactic is I always make sure there are other people out farther than me. So the sharks will get them first, <laughs> giving like your, me time to flee. Like your children and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am like on inner tubes with a string. Make sure you kick. It, it looks like a seal flopping. Make sure you kick. <laughs> How was the humidity back east? We've talked about this before. Dude. Every time, like when I moved out here and California people would go back east and be like, it's so oppressive. I'm like, okay, yeah, you get, it's fine. You, it's not a big deal. No. Now I've been here 10 years and going back, it's oppressive. It's like being in the armpit of a giant. It's it so is horrible. Horrible. My shins would sweat. How does your <laughs> shin sweat? It's mostly bone. <laughs> we tried to eat outside a couple nights and it was like just dripping into my dinner. Like maybe we should just go inside. <laughs> Oh, did the kids get to play with lightning bugs? They caught, yeah. So we had like a list of stuff we wanted to do. Yeah. I think we did most of it. One of them was catching lightning bugs. Andy caught a bunch. I think Sailor Tribe but didn't quite get there. But yeah, it was great. It's I mean, the little it's beautiful things you there. forget about when it's you so green. go back. Oh yeah. yeah, that's it. It is, I forgot though. I mean, you really can't see anything because it's like foliage. It's yes. just right on you. Yes. So you just look at the next closest tree when you're outside. Well, my wife, she she lovingly kind of like, poke being the, the ribs on this one. But I was like, you know, when we moved to California, I'm like, yeah, look at all these exposed towers and power lines. She goes, "Hun, you know, they, they were right there yep. back East as well. <laughs> buried. The trees were just in the way. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh no, that makes sense. Of course. <laughs> no, I was reminded, like, especially in North Carolina, nature is trying to eat you. <laughs> like it will take over your home if you do not act, like fight it back. Oh yeah, man. The kudzu. Kudzu. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were there the, what were those bugs? The big screaming. Cicadas? Cicadas. There were some cicadas, were they yeah. out? Yeah. Okay. Not like the big one, but okay. they were, yeah. And when those things like fall off the branches and die, it stinks. Oh, really? It literally smells in the air. Oh. Yeah. What's the one that comes out every like 20 years or something? It's those, but it's like more of them. It And they're bigger. It's terrifying. Like they come they're out. Under the ground right now, sleeping, growing, waiting. Waiting. And there's never just one. Oh, man. I remember back in the day where there were no mosquitoes in Southern California. Dude. Yep. It came over on a on a ship in Long Beach. It just took like 10 years for it to make its way out here. Is that, it's an 80s mosquito. It's like A-E-D-E-S. And they're not like the ones that buzz up near your neck. They no. buzz by your ankles. Their ankles. You don't know you that they've been the there until after you've already been bitten. Yeah. yeah. At least the ones on the East Coast or the ones up in Alaska, which... Mosquitoes are like the state bird up in Alaska. You can see them coming. Yep. 
these they're, they're this ever happened to you guys in, in in ohio when i was a kid once a week a truck would come by spraying deet into the air in the neighborhood and we would all follow the truck <laughs> does that happen here they don't seem no. like they spray deet anymore <laughs> no. No. could actually explain some of the health problems i've had I'm like, <laughs> well you could bug my brother about this, but he has very sweet blood. So whenever we'd go camping. Well, he does eat a lot of sugar, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'd give it like one spray. I remember one year, my parents got like 100% DEET. Jeez. And it looked like a Also known as poison. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he would just take a little bit and put it all over. Oh. And I mean, mosquitoes didn't come within an inch of him. Yeah. So. Well. But 100% yeah, DEET. See that goes in his 60s though. Yeah. 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 That's right. Evidently, if you- Eat a lot of garlic or take, uh, is it vitamin B or whatever? Oh, B12. Really? Oh, that's that right. Cause our team in Haiti would do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But. Keeps them away. Yeah. It does make your, your skin smell after a while. Oh. Some things are worth it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Did I miss anything? Anything like big happened last six weeks? Honestly. I mean, a, aside from the a lot of people, working of the father. A lot of people, people were gone. Joe was gone a lot. Dave was on sabbatical. You had started your sabbatical. Ryan, you were here. I mean. He was here. Yeah. Off and on. July flew. It flew, flew by. by. It was, it was, it went quick. Yeah. Yeah. Heard a lot of great feedback about the July seminars. Thank you, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good job mm -hmm. for organizing that. Yeah. Always room to approve. I have thoughts about next year, but yeah, thanks for that. That's encouraging. Um, and then it was just fun also being able to preach for Dave that while, was fun. while he was away. I appreciate yeah. him sharing his pulpit. It was very kind of him. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm also uh, doing the, another church history tour in September. That's coming up. Yeah, yeah. The end of September uh, through October 8th. Good group. Yeah, smaller group, 14, 16 people, and my mom and dad are going. Oh, seriously? Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. No, that's, that's fun. That's awesome. It'll be a good time. So I'll enjoy Any, it. Anywhere new that you're going? Yes. So we're going to Newcastle, which we've never been to before, but it was a place that John Knox did a lot of ministry and preaching. Mm. So looking forward to If I'm picturing the, the island of Great Britain, yeah. like how do you make your way around? Uh, Start south? So we started, no, we start in London, which is okay. in, in the south, and yeah. we meander up. And cool. so we'll hit Oxford, we'll hit mm. Hallworth, we will go to Newcastle. Uh, We'll swing by Scrooby, which is where the Pilgrim Fathers started out. Then, you know, went to Amsterdam from Amsterdam, eventually made it to the eastern shore of the United States. But uh, as we then cross into Scotland, we hit Edinburgh and then up to St. Andrews. And we, mm -hmm. we won't do an extender this trip. Last year, we uh, took a, an extension of three days mm -hmm. uh, up in Inverness, which was great. But we won't do that this trip. So It is a bucket list item. I'd love to go with the two of you to the oh, Eagle and Child in yes. Oxford. And Which you know, you know, is now a hotel. Oh, it didn't really? close, right? They still preserved it? It, it. Where they sat, where the Inklings would sit, yes. they preserved, but it's not like an active uh, It's called the house. Rabbit Room. Yes. That's correct. like the little, mm. little booth. Now, across the street is also an historical location, Lamb and Flag. And that's, that's where the Inklings would go if Eagle and Child was ever closed down. Really, and that's still active as a as a public house, and so you can go and kind of go and see the features. It's oh, kind of cool. That's cool. Why Why don't we have places that are named like that here? Here we have like Thai food, <laughs> <laughs> burger place time. I want the lamb and the flag. <laughs> yeah, man. There's There's the Rose and Crown. Actually, yeah. I tried to go there one time, and they're like, "Well, we're just not going to open today." Oh, really? Yeah. I I've never been back. I will say, as a public house, McGinn's. 
Yeah, McGinn's. I was there Sunday. McGinn's is great. Yeah, to all our listeners, their salt potatoes are ridiculous. Yeah, they're good. Well, and I've had fish and chips before. They're like little hunks. Mm -hmm. This was a whole side of a haddock. Mm -hmm. Did you know that all the furniture in that place, like they waited to open, they were scheduled to open at a particular date, but they refused to open until all the furniture from Dublin had made it over over here. It's beautiful. Yes, it is. You walk in, you feel like this thing has been here for seventy years. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Great location. And you can tell, you sit on the cushion and it goes, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and a little dancing leprechaun <laughs> jump, jumps out from the back. Please cut that. I appreciate the Irish a lot. The the one thing I would have against them is when I go they into a place like that, I want to hear some chieftains, some traditional Irish music. And it was like just top 40 from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were there Sunday. I took the family there for my daughter's birthday lunch. And there was like two other birthdays going on. And I mean, yeah, they, they all sang happy birthday. My daughter gave me this look like, please don't tell them it's my birthday. I'm like, baby, we won't. Oh, man. <laughs> so, bunch of, bunch of What's Irish. What's the Dublin version of the sombrero they bring out? <laughs> yeah. Well, they just, they did a call out from behind the, the bar there. And it was like, it's so-and-so's birthday. And then everyone in the place sang happy birthday to that person. And my daughter just gave me this. this <laughs> it's like a nightmare. Dad, please, Teenage girl nightmare. Please, I'm please. begging you. Uh, that's That's a neat area. Stores are starting to fill in over there. We did XRO churros. Have you ever had that? Is that worth it? The dip, the dipping sauces are okay. worth it. Yeah. Because it's like a $45 churro, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Honestly, I don't get the appeal of churros. Really? I mean... I mean, I, I get it. I just... Now, as someone who grew up in Mexico, please tell us about does it. it ha- Here's the question, Jared. Here's the question. Because I don't know. Are they supposed to be soft or crunchy? Supposed to have a little bit of crunch on the outside. Soft in the middle. Okay. Okay, so the ones I've had, usually in my opinion, are too crunchy. Oh, too, too crunchy. Hard. Too hard. Well, they've been sitting out for a while. Okay. All the ones I got were like some guy on the side of the road who made them yesterday and they've been in his cart for- Now, I, I rarely eat a churro, so yeah, I just- The ones Once I've had- Once a year. Like, Once a year, I give myself a churro. It's churro <laughs> day. It's sort of like a Krispy Kreme donut. The best is when it's fresh out. I didn't get any Krispy Kreme when I was in North Carolina. Why did I did you get not? cookout, uh, though. You know, North Carolina is the home. Uh-huh. Krispy Kreme. Started in Winston-Salem, where yeah. we moved from. Yeah. It is the home. Our first outing was at Krispy Kreme. Like. And it was for your birthday. Do you remember? Went down to Burbank. Uh, Wait, like us as a group? Yes. I do remember that. And we polished off a sleeve. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I forget yeah. that? That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was what? What year? We were shoving them in their face in the 2014, back. 2015, something yeah. like that? Yeah. I remember just watching... The, the, the donuts conveyor go, belt. go under oh, the, the glaze w- waterfall. Yeah. That is my <laughs> hope is that cow. I can go through that someday like, ah. That is so delicious looking. Well, they have in North Carolina what they call the Krispy Kreme. Is it called the Krispy Kreme Challenge? Mm-hmm. Where you run, it's a, it's a 5K. And so you run, you know, what? You run a lap. Two and a half miles or whatever. Eat three donuts, run a lap, eat three donuts, run a lap, eat three donuts, run a lap, eat three donuts. Oh, that was not my understanding. I thought it was you run to the store, which is halfway. You finish off a dozen, and you run back. Oh, there's that too. Yeah, yeah. There's sounds like your trackers. experience on the, the, the ship. Oh, brother. <laughs> there is almost certainly some projectiling. Hey, listen, listen to our if you don't know that vomit exists, then <laughs> good for you. <laughs> You're living a charmed life. Yeah. Well, guys, we should probably go back to our jobs. This is our jobs. Aaron, Aaron podcast is the ministry. <laughs> I bet you people would disagree with that one. I miss you guys. Uh, I'm thankful, so thankful that Grace has given us this time. It's been really helpful, but I am Mm -hmm. looking forward to coming back at some point. Agreed. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging on. 
this podcast. Well, folks, next week starts season four of Magnify. Hopefully you'll be able to stream with us and hang with us for another season. Thanks for streaming.